It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? All right, y'all know what time it is. It's To The Max Sports. I'm here at the Flying Whipper Production Studios. With brother Bob. Howdy, howdy. Who has yet to be revealed after one year. Nope, nope. I am going to keep my anonymity because it fuels my prognostication powers. You are, it's a lot of verbiage. A lot of alliteration. You are, uh, you're like, do you remember back in the day, the uh, unknown comic that had the sack over his head? Mm-hmm. You are the unknown sidekick. I am the unknown psychic. I, I am the masked singer without being having a mask or being on camera. <laughs> Though I have heard speculation that Tom Brady during his two week stint away from the Buccaneers during a training camp was actually filming for the masked singer. Oh, is that why he was gone? That was one of the rumors. I'm sure the team loved that. I don't, I don't think the team cares. Is there something in the closet? He, he could have pulled a hammy, you know, uh, lifting someone up. He could have. Or singing or whatever the hell he does. I haven't listened to uh, Giselle's comments on him coming back to football, but she apparently is not pleased. Yeah, I saw that. Well, she's got a point. He's 45 years old. We have never had a starting NFL quarterback 45 years old. I would have never thought we'd open the show with you talking about Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. We've given him more time than, than you have ever wanted to give him, but... He is 45. He is 45. And how many years does he ever want to look back at 50 and say, I wish I would have played till I was 47? I really, this, we've been saying it now for what, four, five, seven years that this is, this has got to be his last season. This has got to be his last season. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's done after this, but you know, the guy, he, he really does piss me off. He's more durable than Dak Prescott. I'm 12 years older than him, can barely walk, and this guy's running around slinging footballs and beating kids half his age. Yeah, but the kids, you don't have 300-pound linemen running after you. Well, this leads to a segue. How bad is Dallas, with or without Brady kicking their ass? I, the, the pride, I said this going into the first week. Dak was going to have problems. They their offensive line is porous. They lost Gregory. Yeah. So on defense. So I didn't see them having much success. Yeah, I did not think that this team. And sorry, folks, we're going to give Dallas some maritime, but that's just the way it is. We live in Texas. Pull up how bad it is in Dallas. Show the fans. Well, I didn't find the I didn't find the video, but I do have the Dallas Cowboys fans fighting Buck fans. Okay, well, let me let me resend that to you because this is awesome. It's so bad in Dallas that the fans are actually fighting each other now. Though, though this might work too here, so I'm going to start playing this one. And so they're trying to do some ass kicking of their own. The fans, that is, they grab this Bucks fan and just jump him, destroying him, just throwing punches. I'm sure he was talking shit, but still, I mean, there's like 30 Cowboys fans in this single guy. You know, he gets thrown. I'm sorry. Finally gets there, man. This is woof. You're so, so mad at your team. You're going to take it out on on a Buccaneers fan. Well, they're so mad at their team. Now you should have just gotten this link. Cowboy fans are so mad at each other. 
and now they're fighting each other after the game. <laughs> I and, and this just makes me laugh. It is, it is just absolutely incredible. <clears throat> yeah, here we go. So this is after the Cowboys games when you can't oh. when you when you can't fight uh, the the other team's fans. Yeah, here start, we go. You you turn on each other. <laughs> Wait, this is the same video. Well, anyway, you get the gist of it. Well, they're they're not happy people. Yeah, they were fighting in the parking lot. I wouldn't be happy if I was a Cowboys fan right now either. So uh, they're obviously not going to make the playoffs. Did you hear the rumor that uh, Big Ben is on the Vegas uh, odds list to possibly join the Cowboys? In the interim? Oh, man. Well, definitely not Brett Favre, who's now been implicated in a welfare fraud scheme. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> I did see that. Uh, moving along the NFL, I did learn some things this week. What did you learn? The Jets are still a dumpster fire. Okay. And uh, I actually thought after their draft, they might have a decent team this year, but... They absolutely did what the Jets do and shit the bed again. I'll, I'll share some other breaking news with you. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow morning in San Antonio, it's going to be hot. <laughs> <laughs> and who'd have thought Geno Smith, former Jet. Better quarterback than Russell Wilson. Um, I would say that <laughs> Russell didn't lose that game, that idiot coach. So uh, query me this. You're on the one-yard line. Mm-hmm. And I've never been an offensive coordinator in my entire life, but I see the play develop. You're fourth and one. You run up. You do a quick quarterback sneak and get your Hall of Fame quarterback into the end zone. What do they do? They run a shotgun formation on fourth and one. I I tend to agree with you. And I, I, when I saw it, I'm like, what are they doing? What, what are these coaches thinking in the NFL? They were geniuses. They were making sure that I was right about that game. They were, they were thinking about me. They must've been because you went three and oh, and I went two and one because of that game. That was, I, in Seattle, Monday night, they had a lot of, especially early on, they had a lot of uh, false start penalties. Which is, well, which is, which is generally the book on playing Seattle at night. It's a loud stadium. You know, they were talking about on, on another sportscast show, not as good as ours, that you're going to see a lot of this. That's basically the first game of the season is basically an exhibition game because your starters are all finally playing together. Mm-hmm. You know, they're playing three games now, mm-hmm. holding all their starters out. Mm-hmm. So essentially, the first game of the year is a uh, exhibition game. I mean, I feel bad for the per- for the professional gamblers going into week one with no book on any of these teams. It's tough, uh, and what was even tougher is, and surprised me, not you so much, but Russell Wilson being booed, a man who led the team to two Super Bowls, took him to one, and and actually won it, and being booed. 
vociferously. But, but if you were a Seahawks fan, would you boo him? The the man. Hey, I'm a Bengals fan. If if uh, if Joe Burrows leaves the team and and wins his two Super Bowls before he does it, I ain't booing the man. Okay. Well, you're you're better than me because I I would have been there with every one of those Seahawks fans booing Russell Wilson. You and I said this, or I said this to you pre-show. I have no problem with the man taking the money and going and get to, getting to a better situation for him and his family. No problem whatsoever. But you're a selfish little whatever. You're taking the money over competitive success for the Seahawks and leaving them in the lurch. You're making a business decision, which athletes do every day. And I just thought it was kind of a hostile, hostile reception. I was a little surprised. Okay. Were you surprised? I was not surprised. You were not surprised. I was not surprised because I would have been there heckling. And if he, if there was have been Eagles fans, he would have been heckled and hit with batteries. What if uh, you would have had a fan that would have fought you in the stands? Probably. You, you yeah. Could have, you could have made one of our. I, I could have videos. made one of the, one of the videos. Uh, Learn some other things. What'd you learn? Atlanta can still take double digit leads and lose them in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Well, Atlanta's a shell of itself. Yeah. It's man. I'll tell you after that Super Bowl meltdown, they just, they just never recovered. So, and it, I don't think they ever will. Jameis Winston didn't look all that bad. He was my uh, last year before he got hurt. He was the guy that I said to be the comeback player of the year. Yeah, we'll see. It ain't going to be Dak. He got it last year. So I'm going to say Jameis this year. Okay. This will be the comeback player of the year. Did you learn anything else this weekend? Uh, I did, actually. Uh, going to my Bengals. <laughs> did, did you watch that, that, that shit show? Yes, I did. I mean, they're, they're finding ways... To lose games that only I thought the Cowboys could. How do you get a, an extra point blocked? Well, they lost. They had to go to their long snapper because their their regular snapper got hurt. Okay. Because that's why everyone was high. And, but what a disaster. They, uh, they come back. Burroughs played horrible. But they come back, and he does what winners do. He let them on a drive. Mm-hmm. Tied the game with mm-hmm. no time left. You got probably, arguably, the best kicker in pro football right now, and it's a point, and it's a it's an extra point. It's basically now a twenty-five yard. I think they moved it back, maybe thirty yards now for an extra point. Mm-hmm. Kick it, get out of the stadium. He shanks it. Um, yeah. No, 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 no. He didn't. No, uh, it was, that was blocked. Blocked. I'm sorry. That was blocked. blocked. Yeah. Actually, that was a good block. But uh, so they go into overtime, and. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing. <laughs> they go into overtime, march down the field, 30 yard field goal misses it. After their kicker misses the 55 yarder hits the pole. And then they lose in overtime. This is what I felt like at home when I was watching this on TV. This is one of the fans in the stands at the Bengals game. And I would imagine probably the entire stadium felt like this. Okay, here we go. All right, here we go. I think I got it. Yeah, this is kind of the yeah. beginning of this. This was, this was me on my couch. 
Look how calm and cool and collected she is. I don't even think the lady behind her knows she's getting thrown up on. That's that's pretty pretty sad. So for you, those of you who aren't watching this on YouTube, this lady's in the football game at the Bengals game, projectile vomiting all over the lady behind her or in front of her. And that's what happens when you drown your sorrows with alcoholic beverages in copious amounts. But I did learn another thing about that game. Okay. So Burroughs fumbled the ball with two minutes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would actually be one of our trivia questions. The running back picks up the fumble behind the line of scrimmage and runs with it. Yeah, after, can't do that. After two minutes in a game. with it, Yeah, two minutes left. Only the player that fumbled the ball only can the recover the ball. the ball. So I did not know that. Wouldn't have mattered. They still lost. Well, that was... I that one surprised me. There was a lot of surprises this weekend, and I think the biggest surprise in that game, particularly, but maybe it's the lack of any type of meaningful snaps for place kickers. There was missed kicks all over the NFL this weekend, all over the NFL. Yeah, I don't know if it's an anomaly. One of the things about the preseason, though, normally the kickers are the the one regulars that are out there banging balls to the upright the entire four quarters. Yeah. But uh, for whatever reason, it was... I don't know. It was bad. It was messy. Yeah. And talking about messy, the field at Soldier Field. Yeah. It was like Lake Lake Michigan had, had infiltrated Soldier Field. That was a slip and slide. Soon to be the ex-football stadium of the Chicago Bears as they make their move. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. I've seen some of the mock-ups. It's, it looks to be a pretty nice complex, and it's ever that's where everyone is going. Did that game surprise you at all? <laughs> yeah, we lost. Does Jimmy G get a start? No. No, absolutely not. Unless Trey Lance is hurt, Jimmy G is not seeing the field, and he shouldn't. And he shouldn't. What, what <laughs> kind of message does that send to the locker room if Shanahan benches Lance? Well... How many outings can you have an offense score 10 points before you bench him? How many w- games are you going to give the young man? At least four. At least four. At least four. At least four, the first quarter of the season. So you can recover from 0-4? It's a, it's a really, it's a very, very tough division. And, I mean, we're playing Seattle at home this coming weekend, which I think should be a win. I think. Speaking of horrible, let's talk about college football. How about them Notre Dame Irish? Bigger surprise to you, the Irish getting beat by Marshall or AM getting beat at home by Appalachian State? Well, you expect it from Notre Dame because I hate them. I hate them. I hate no football program more, NFL college or high school otherwise, than Notre Dame. Um, so... I enjoy and expect that. The A&M game was truly a shocker for me. What? I, I don't watch enough college football to appreciate Appalachian State or Appalachian State, however it's pronounced. Sorry for App State fans up there. But what is, I mean, they went to Michigan a few years ago and beat Michigan in the big house. 2006. So it's been a while. But still, what's in the water? This is a mid-level conference, mid-level football team. What's in the water? 
that's that what makes uh, college football exciting, Bob, is you just never know. Uh, a lot of people didn't have Texas having a prayer. Now, I thought Ooh, that one, yeah. 21 points at home with uh, a running back that's a legitimate Heisman candidate and a freshman phenom, quote-unquote, quarterback. I, I thought 21 was a lot to lay. Did I think that they could beat him? Probably not, but I would have taken the points all day in that one. Yeah, that one, I I got to give props to Texas on that game. That was a heartbreaker because I wanted Texas to win that really bad. And they, and they lost their quarterback, what, in the first or second quarter? Right, Texas did. Hudson Card, I think the kid's yeah. name is. So I... Is that a is that a home field thing for Texas, or is that a if I'm an Alabama fan, I need to worry? We got to remember A and M. They they went to A and M. I think a couple of years ago and lost. Yeah, last last year last actually. Year, yeah, they're going to get their revenge on A and M at oh. Tuscaloosa. Oh. <laughs> Who does Alabama play next? I pity the poor fool. <laughs> I think it's I I I I think it's a. A scrub of a team. It's an Appalachian State kind of team. Let's let's pull it up. So what other surprises in college football did you have? Or what else, what else did you learn from football this past week? Well, there was a lot of upsets this week. Yeah. You know, there's a reshuffling of the deck. Um, you got Georgia number one now. Only in the AP poll, the USA Today still has Alabama at number one, which surprised the heck out of me. I think if I'm running the polls, you got to put Georgia number one now. Alabama two. Uh, Ohio State. Man, it makes you wonder after that Notre Dame debacle, what's Ohio State got? I don't know. Because they didn't look impressive in their win against them. And then Marshall coming back the following week at home against Notre, uh, beating Notre Dame at home. Yeah, and I... I mean, that top five, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson. And I think that may be your who's competing for your top four when it comes down to it. I mean, Michigan and Ohio State are going are gonna to lock horns. Well, we know that one of those is going to go. Yep. And then doesn't uh, Alabama and Georgia play each other? At some point, they're going to. They're going to have to. That, that, that could potentially knock one of them out of the... The five. Yeah. And I mean, you have your dark horse candidate. I think USC right now on the Pac 12 has a pretty. They got an interesting team. An attainable path to being undefeated. Very, very. So. In a weak conference. Now, I would take a one loss Georgia or a one loss Alabama over USC every day of the week. Absolutely. But a one loss Michigan, a one loss Ohio State, a one loss Clemson. I don't know. And by the way, Alabama plays University of Louisiana at Monroe this weekend. Good God. So uh, enjoy that money, UL Monroe, because you ain't getting anything. What's the line on that? Oh, I don't even want to look it up. I wouldn't be be surprised if that's one of those not published. Probably probably a 48. (laughs) I'm just guessing. We'll see. This is this is great radio as as I look up college football lines. Still talking. People are interested in lines. Speaking of lines, uh, let's go to the NFL picks for this week. We always go against the spread because that's all that matters. And what we do is we take the Thursday night games, we take the uh, Sunday night game and the Monday night game, 
And there's two Monday night games this week. Anything in prime time. Anything in prime time. And real quick, back on the Alabama UL Monroe. 49 points. I said 48. So. Yeah, good job. And I think Alabama's going to cover. I think they'll cover. <laughs> I think they'll cover by 20. Yeah. So I, I say they win by 60. Okay, so yeah. So for the primetime games coming into the, this week, we have the LA Chargers. So we get another Los Angeles team on the road to the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by only four at home. That's a tough one, man. Chiefs look pretty good, didn't they? The Chiefs look pretty good, but Herbert looks pretty good too. Yeah. Well, like you said, and I made that cardinal mistake. What I always tell you, never take, never bet against Seattle at home. And I tried and lost. Never bet against KC at home. Even yeah. when they lost last year. But I'm going to take KC in the points. I Give th- the points. I think I'd, I'd have to do the same thing. It just, it just makes it, it makes a whole lot of sense. Kansas City looked really good. The Chargers looked really good for me this past week, but I don't know whether that's the Chargers look good or the Raiders are falling to the level of my expectations for yeah, them. I, I think it's more the Raiders are falling to a level of expectation. So, but I will, I will agree with you on the Kansas City Chiefs and laying the points. Here's an interesting one: Chicago plus ten. <laughs> At Green Bay. At Green Bay. Do they have their Alabama moment, Green Bay? And they would? I don't I, I don't know about this one. That's a lot of points for a divisional game. A divisional game. And are the Bears for real after what happened, or was that just really the slip slide field? The slip and slide field. Do you think the Bears have a decent offense? I don't think they have a decent offense. So here's my rule of thumb. Always take a team if you're getting double-digit points and you think they have a good offense. So since you don't think they do, and I'm kind of on the, I love Justin Fields, but wishing the best, but I'm going to take your, they don't, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Green Bay in the point, uh, given the points. I'm going to I'm going to go against you and say it's a divisional game that's a lot of points for a divisional game and I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to have his receivers on the same page. That was amazing. There there was a lot of weirdness in his receiving core. Well, it's he's basically got a brand new core right now. Yeah. Trying so, to feel him out. So I'm going to take the Bears and the points. Okay. And then we, we disagree on that. One. Yeah. Well, the good D- disagreement is good. And then we have the Monday night double header, which I, which I always thought was in the first week, but I guess we get the double header this coming week. First game, Tennessee Titans on the road at the Buffalo bills, 10 points, another 10 point spread. I'm Buffalo all day long. I'm on team Buffalo, man. I, I hate to have a team. I, I got them winning the super bowl. I hate a team that Vegas has as the Super Bowl odds-on favorite, but unless unless they get beset by injuries, man, Buffalo is just whew. yeah, that's whew. that's out of division in their on their home court or home field. Get get the sport right, Bob. Uh, beastly, yeah. de- beastly defense offense is just a well-oiled mid-season machine, from what I saw. Yeah, take Buffalo and lay the points. And over-under on that is only 48. I would take the over on that. 
and and almost all of it scored by Buffalo. <laughs> and then we round out week two with the Vikings, who looked pretty good against the Packers on the road at the Eagles, who actually looked pretty good themselves. Spread out that offense, gave it to a lot of guys. Um Minnesota. I'm taking Minnesota. Yeah, and this is basically a pick'em game. It's Philadelphia is only favored by one at home. I love the talented receivers Minnesota has. Uh, Kirk Cousins, say what you want. If you forgot what he does and just looked at the stats, you'd be like, I'll take him. Any team would take him. He is every girl I ever wanted to date in, in high school. Just going to Break my heart. Break your heart. Break my heart every time. Is he going to break your heart this week? No, because I am. Well, he might because I'm going to pick against them and I'm going to take the Eagles. Interesting. I I believe in fly Eagle fly. I mean, they were my, they were my pick to win the division. I'm going to keep on rolling with them. And you got him covering the points. Yep. Well, the, the one point. Okay. So, so here's the, here's the interesting thing about the NFC East. We have three teams that have won their first game and one team that's lost it. <laughs> and that team is the Cowboys. Cowboys are done. Well, I mean, Jerry Jones has come out and said they're not putting Dak on IR. So he's he's going to miss le- either four or less games. He's not the difference on that team. They got too many holes. Well, Way too many holes. Maybe maybe he goes out and finds some, find some free agents. I'll have to do something. I'll have to do it quick or make some serious blockbuster trades because right now I, I, I would say it probably is the Eagles division to lose. Um, I did say two weeks ago with the first round pick of the 2022 draft, Commanders, mm-hmm. but I'm changing that. Okay. With the first round of the 2022 draft, the New York Jets yeah, are they're- on the board. Yeah, they're working really, really good. And uh, Jerry Jones, if you're listening, I will give you Jimmy Garoppolo. I will take Dak Prescott and put him on the bench behind Trey Lance. Come and deal, baby. So, could you see Jimmy G going? I, actually, I could see him being a halfway decent fit with the Cowboys. I, Everyone in my life is a Jimmy G hater, and I am not. I think I think he is a good quarterback, and all the hate that he got in the playoffs was he was injured in that game against the Cowboys, and that basically destroyed his ceiling. And then he goes and has surgery, so he's not a good trade candidate. You think the Carolina Panthers would rather have Jimmy Garoppolo than Baker Mayfield right now? No. Seattle Seahawks would rather have Jimmy Garoppolo than Geno Smith? Well, I think they'd rather have Baker than Jimmy. But really? Gino? Yeah, I would take I would take Garoppolo over Gino. I'm a Baker I'm a Baker Mayfield fan. I know you are. He just needs to get with the right team. And well, he played well. Yeah. I mean he didn't I, I think getting out of Cleveland, getting his mind right, this will be a make or break season. We'll see at the real what the real Baker Mayfield's made of. Yeah, we'll see this, this weekend. The Who are they playing? And it is this kind weekend? of a shame that Jimmy G can't can't showcase whatever he's got. Well, the Carolina Panthers are on the road getting a point against the Giants. That that line surprises me a little That's bit. That's a tough one. 
Maybe that's a that's a game you stay away from. Yeah, if you're a gambler. Uh, I heard Mason Rudolph mate. Cowboys may are maybe uh, looking at him. Wouldn't it be a bad pick? Yeah. I mean, who do you have there? You have uh, uh, Pickett and Trubisky there. Yeah. So Trubisky. get rid of the third one. Trubisky. What are you? Are are you anti Polak? Are you racist against Polaks? No, but the people that are beating my team get a better team. God. Five turnovers. <laughs> Do I have to rehash this? Five turnovers. We have a chance to win it like three times and blow it. And that was interesting about the, you know, going back and talking about the first, first game of the season, the Buffalo LA Ram game, Buffalo turned that ball over too damn much. Yeah. That game wasn't even as close as a 21 point spread. Right. And the Dallas Cowboys, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that game was nowhere near that close. You're right. Well, we did for a little bit, uh, so we'll see what happens. You're 3-0, and so if you like Bob's picks, he's 3-0 and against the spread. 3-0 against the spread. If you're betting with me, you're making money. But making if you're betting money. with Drew, you're making money, too. A little bit. Not as much. So let's see what we can do here with our trivia. We'll wrap it up, folks. You can play along at home. We always do our sports trivia. We're going to sudden death, so let's say the first one to win. The f- what do you mean? The first one to get a question right and the other one doesn't. Okay. Sudden death. Yeah, this, this could be over really, really quick. It could be. Okay. Am I asking you first or are you asking me first? Go ahead. Ladies first. Whatever. Professional basketball. All right. Can a coach talk with an official during a timeout called by his own team? Can a coach talk to an official after a timeout they called by his own team. team? Like a player calls the timeout? It, it, I don't think it's it matters. His team calls a timeout. Any one of his players calls a timeout. Why saw Popovich talking and yelling at officials after timeouts? Yeah, but that's Popovich. Freaking nightly. So I'm going to say... There's probably some stupid rule because they're asking the question that you can't, but I'm going to say, why not? You should have, you should have gone with your instinct that yeah. it's no, only the captain of the team, apparently, which that, I think is a little. That's weird. pro basketball. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, I'm going to call that. I'm going to call a, that's a weird one. Okay. I see him yapping at officials constantly. Okay. Sticking with pro basketball. Okay. John, while defending an opponent, puts his hands in front of the player's face as the player attempts to receive a pass. Is this legal? Isn't that called defense? It's kind of a stupid question. Yeah, it's legal. Yeah, as long as no physical contact is made. That one was easy. We got to go another round. That was ridiculous. That's a weird one. Okay. Oh, uh, that one's easy. Okay. Golf. John. Golf. John begins his downswing with the intention of hitting the ball. That sounds like a John Daly to me. 
but changes his mind. That's definitely John Daly. He is unable to stop the club in its downward swing, so he intentionally swings over the ball to miss it. Does this count as a stroke? Well, first of all, you have to define uh, intentional, and that's probably only in the player's mind. But I would say an attempt at the ball, a legitimate attempt at the ball and miss would be a stroke penalty. A a legitimate intentional swing at the ball and a miss is is a stroke. But he didn't intentionally, he intentionally whiffed, not intentionally swung at the ball. You want to change your answer? What's the difference? So, and, and I don't know how you, how you, officiate this but i am I, I am imagining that instead of a trajectory of of his club head coming near the golf ball and whiffing over it that he's coming down and basically someone say no it's not a penalty it's not a penalty okay uh i played golf for a lot of years and i i did that a lot <laughs> I yeah. had a lot of strokes. It's it's voluntary all voluntarily alter the path of his downswing. So I, I kind of look at it as he's coming out of his in his downswing, and instead of coming out the ball, he basically ends up contorting his body and swinging like a baseball bat. <laughs> that sounds like some shit John Daly would do. So I guess the John the golfer analogy worked. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So uh, college basketball. Okay. The ball is kicked out of bounds by a defensive player. Kicked out of bounds. Should the should the shot clock be reset? So the ball is thrown. Guy, I guess, kicks it out of bounds. I didn't say whether it's intentional or not. Well, I think regardless, regardless, that's not a word. It, regardless of whether or not it's intentional, a kick is illegal. I would say. Yes, the the team with the ball gets to have the benefit of a reset shot clock. You're you are correct, sir. Okay. Okay. So do you want to continue or just we'll, we'll do one more. Okay. We're gonna go with baseball. Okay. There are no outs with a runner on first. The batter swings and misses a third strike and steps in front of the catcher. This interferes with the catcher's throw to second as the runner was stealing on the pitch. Can the umpire also call the runner out? The batter or the runner? The runner out. So the batter swings, misses the third strike, so the batter's out, obviously. Steps in front of the catcher, interfering with the catcher's throw to second as the runner was stealing. Oh, I see. Can the umpire also call the runner out? That's kind of interesting. Um, oh, wow. I suppose he could, but I'm thinking maybe they would just return to first and he can't. I don't know. Wow, you're overthinking all this. No, you're wrong. Yes, he can call the runner out because of the batter interference. Interference. Yeah. I, I got one more I'm going to give you. Okay. Wednesday night, next week at 7 o'clock, where should everybody be? In front of their YouTube computer watching us. Bob, that is correct answer. There we go. So, folks, uh, enjoyed having you. Hope you uh, had fun tonight. Get us on Spotify, Apple. To Google 
every place and and I've been promising a website. We've built it out. It's been built out. It just haven't published it yet. Yeah, we sound even better than we look in person. So you can hear us on your car radio anytime. Bob, anything else to put out? No. All Watch right. some football. Watch some football. Take Bob's bets. He's on, He's hot. And we'll see you folks next week. And we are out.